Mrs. Mulray, may I present Mr. Giddis? Mrs. Mulray, how do you do? My husband, I believe, is seeing another woman. Do you know me? I think I would have remembered. I... Have we ever met? She tells me she's you. She hires me. Now, whoever put her up to it doesn't have anything against me. They're out to get your husband. If I can see him, I can help him. It's nothing personal, Mrs. Mulray. It's very personal. It couldn't be more personal. You've got a nasty reputation, Mr. Gibbs. I like that. It seems like half the city is trying to cover it all up, which is fine by me. But Mrs. Mulray... I goddamn near lost my nose, and I like it, and I still think that you're hiding something. I want to know more about you. You may think you know what you're dealing with, but believe me, you don't. That's what the district attorney used to tell me in Chinatown. Let's go. Big boy Caprice, <laughs> Breathless Mahoney, Flat Top, the DA, Prune Face, Mumbles, Lips Manless, and the Blank are out to get the greatest detective of all time. I'm rubbing him out. I want him dead. Nobody touches Tracy but me. Tracy. 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 You mind if I call you Dick? I was beginning to wonder what a girl had to do to get arrested. Wearing that dress is a step in the right direction. For a tough guy, you do a lot of pansy things. <laughs> Tracy battles move! Everywhere I turn! Tracy! 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 You're under arrest. Aren't you gonna frisk me? Hey, copper, maybe you wanna look before you leap. When it's time to fight crime, he's your man. Walt Disney Pictures presents Warren Beatty as Dick Tracy. Whose side are you on? And Madonna as Breathless Mahoney. Are you gonna make a move? Do I have to do everything? I'm on duty. Dick Tracy. I'm on my way. I think you're going to be pleasantly surprised. Uh, well, good. Right. Move to podcast time. All right. Go, Gogs. Round two. Welcome to Move to Podcast. That's right. Move to Podcast. Epic Redux Redition. Well, it's only <coughs> it's only a Redux for uh, me and Alec. See, Alec and I recorded a whole show last night. Well, I say we recorded it, but I actually forgot to record it. So We talked. We talked for an hour and a half. Yeah, we just had like a fun conversation. You have to have a moment friends. as buddies. <laughs> yeah. I, I should have just called Alec on the phone and asked him about it. <laughs> well, then, they, then the CIA would have it. And you could ask them for the recording. That is true. Um, mm. Yeah. So uh, on top of being a re-record, uh, this is a special episode because this is special. the first time I think we've ever done a double feature on the that show. That can't be true. I don't think we've ever done a double feature. We ended up... We had a few episodes, like I think on Doom, we ended up talking about Justice League for most of the episode, and then yeah. five minutes on Doom, but that wasn't officially a double feature episode. Mm. So what did we watch this week, Oggs? Are you drinking Colt 45? No, I'm drinking a Pepsi, but look, like the can <laughs> turns into the sandworm. I was, watched... I was really hoping you were just slugging back Colt 45. <laughs> just, yeah, yeah, these cold ones, hell yeah. Um... What did we watch? We watched two things. Two things? Officially. Um, we watched my pick for October Noir, which was uh, Chinatown uh, by Mr. Uh, Roman Polanski, starring Mr. Jack Nicholson, yep. Ms. Faye Dunaway. And then we also watched uh, Dick Tracy, which is a film 
of colors. It is a film of colors. Which was Alex's pick, which I am very interested to hear about Alex's thoughts on Chinatown because we didn't end up having to watch The Spirit, which I feel like was a big dodge. Yes. Um, um, Alec, you can, you can say it in your own words. You didn't hate Chinatown, right? I did not hate Chinatown. <laughs> it, uh, Chinatown was depressing and kind of kind of slow and boring but i can also see why people hold it in such high regard the performances are very good it's shot very well it's like i didn't love it but i can see why people love it i can understand wow why okay. it's why it's a classic it's what did i say last night is number like 19 yeah, it's on like AF, AFI's top 100. Yeah, it, and it, 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 like you and I talked about <clears> last night, um, those the AFI lists like change, like I think every like 10 years, but it, it's always well, you know, somewhere close. It's a crime. That list sucks because I went through it further and Jaws is 48. What? You tell me stupid. Jaws is the 48th best movie of all time? Get the fuck Jay, out Jaws of here. is top 10, probably top five. Jaws is 48. Critically. That's yeah. what's what's number one? Citizen Kane, Godfather. Yeah, Citizen Kane. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know the top like the top ten were pretty much like what you would think. I think Gone with the Wind, Lawrence uh, of Arabia, The Wizard of Oz. Jaws is better than The Wizard of Oz, and I understand the importance of The Wizard of Oz from like a technical standpoint. But Jaws is a better movie than The Wizard. Jaws of is Oz. a better movie. Jaws is a better movie than all of those movies. Like that's stupid. Uh, all right, well, Gogs, why don't you tell you, you can you don't have to run through the whole plot. Just give it like give us Chinatown. Some, yeah. So uh, Chinatown's got something for everybody. That's right. Um, Something's always going down in Chinatown. So you're introduced to Mr. JJ Gettitz, played by a very young. I don't know how old Jack Nicholson was in this movie. He's a fucking young man. And he's just like oozing charisma. Like I fucking love him in this movie. Uh, he's a private investigator. He's uh, he caught Paulie's wife getting banged out somewhere, and he shows him the pictures, and you, you you get what he's into. And those pictures, by the way, are graphic for mm. a film. Like goddamn, I was like, I, it's something I forgot to mention last night. But like, yeah, those pictures are fucking graphic. I was like, holy shit. If Paulie's yeah. wife was getting it. Oh yeah. Um, so so Jack Nicholson is eighty four now. Okay. And Chinatown came out seventy four. In seventy four, so do somebody do the math. Uh, so Chinatown came out forty six years ago. Yeah, forty seven years ago. Yeah, so I, mean, I don't know. Mid thirties. He's in his thirties. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Well, he's great. He's wonderful, and and the movie itself, the movie set <laughs> in the thirties. It's thirty the, 19, 1937. Yeah. So. Um, the long story short, you know, it's it's set in California during like the Water Wars or whatever. Um, Not to and, be confused with the Water Wars in Water World, right? Or the Water Wars that California will inevitably have any day now. Yeah, right. Um, the 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 plot is that Jack uh, Jack Nicholson's character gets hired by a woman he thinks is the wife of the head engineer of the water company or whatever, who's got like a tremendous amount of power. Um, to see if he's like you know sleeping around, so he finds it. There's a big scandal, yada yada yada. He does you know job well done. He's very happy with himself, and then it's revealed that the woman that hired him wasn't actually his wife, who's played by Faye Dunaway. It was someone else, and then it's him trying to untangle 
who tried to set him up, why he got set up, and then this guy who he did take these pictures of ends up dead, washed out in a gully. He's trying to figure out he's trying to get to the bottom of the whole thing. And it's yeah. a big without without got, ruining it for people who haven't seen a movie from nineteen seventy four. You can you can ruin it. I mean we're gonna have to talk about the like finer points of the plot. It's a pretty major thing in the movie, so I would say it's fine to spoil it. So the whole movie comes on, you know, the whole movie kind of unravels around a bunch of people who had deals with each other, and people who used to control the water, and people who want to control the water, and people who are trying to basically make this drought happen, or make it seem worse than it is, and then it it becomes, it ends up becoming a big land grab, Lex Luthor-esque plot for real estate, and you're introduced to uh, Faye Dunaway's father's character who is just a complete fucking creep and you know you find out that he um molested Faye Dunaway and then she had a daughter and then that daughter is who her husband is running around with like her daughter sister no but I I always I didn't take it as the husband's not like the husband is just, he's in on it. He's trying to, ta- like, they're both trying they're to, like, take, take care, care, care of her. He's, yeah, they're not bad. Yeah, he's not, yeah, he's not doing anything, like, nefarious. Um, if anything, like, the guy, the fucking, Faye Dunaway's husband is probably, and I mean, maybe it's because you don't really get to know him at all because he died. But, like, he's probably the only virtuous character in this whole movie. Because yeah, he, he is because he doesn't want to build that dam that he knows is going to collapse. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's trying, trying to do the right thing. He's, he's trying to make up trying, for the sins of like having owned all this land and controlling all this water. Yeah, he's trying to actually help people throughout the whole. Well, throughout his part of the movie. Yeah, because um, I mean, one thing that that uh, you know, again, it's a trope of of noir is that everybody is kind of in it for themselves. No one is really heroic in this film. Jack, at least of all, Jack Nicholson. Like he kind of. Is in it for his own his own gains. He's really in, he's really only in it to kind of clear his name and figure out what the hell. Yeah, like he got and, one pulled over on him, and he wants to know why. And also, like you know, he's got darkness in his past that's all that's alluded to that they don't really get into. Well, everybody um, talks about how screwed up Chinatown is, and, and it's so screwed up that at the end, when um, the grandfather is is it John Houston, John Hurston. It's What's the from, actor's name? Yeah, Hurston, I believe. He, John Houston is a director. Okay. Um, well, in the end, Faye Dunaway is trying to get away from this man, and the cops open fire on her, blow her brains out, and then he kidnaps away his whatever daughter, granddaughter. His daughter, granddaughter. It, too, and and everybody just kind of whitewashes away, like, eh, it's Chinatown. Like, the cops are just watch it all happen. It's like just pure corruption. Yeah. It's, it, it, is a, it ends on a real defeatist note. It's like the darkest thing we've ever watched because that girl is definitely just going to be fucking raped by her grandfather, dad. You don't just you don't just go out for like a, a jaunt and raping and then just hang up your your raping boots like no. you're, like it's awful. Like it's disgusting. Also, he's never going to get like he's con- that that old man, that old rich man because he's. Weird. <laughs> I think they say in the movie he's worth something like forty-five million dollars in nineteen thirty-seven, which is like yeah, like insane money now. Yeah, um, but like no. he's he's never the only thing that's going to stop him is is his eventual death because he's an old man. Like he's going to just do all the evil shit he wants to do until he dies, and it's fucking yeah. depressing as hell. But until you get to that point, the the mystery is fun to unravel. I think it's really cleverly put together. I like, I was telling TJ the other day, I like how often 
get it was wrong in the movie because I think it's fun that he's like going off kind of on these ideas and then finds out that no, that's incorrect because it doesn't, you know, it's it's like that was my problem. I read the Da Vinci Code book or whatever. I never saw the movie, but like the main character that was never wrong. Like he never guessed wrong, and I find that very annoying. Like yeah. it's like J J Gettitz is a fallible fucked up character and he's got such like presence in life in that movie i just i fucking i don't know i love jack I, you see that if anyone ever asks why jack nicholson like after seeing like i don't know the departed or something like why is jack nicholson a star it's like well this is why because he's yeah, fucking amazing absolutely. in this role he's fucking amazing in this role. yeah um i totally agree so that is my those are my thoughts on Chinatown. I know Alec already kind of shared his, but I mean, you guys want to talk about Chinatown anymore? Should we just get right into the uh, shuffling? Yeah, just a little bit, I guess. Um, something that that I think needs to be mentioned is that like I had like a an extra layer of of I mean I've seen this before, but I haven't seen it in a very long time. But it, I, I have to say that like knowing what we know about Roman Polanski, like the subplot of this movie, yeah, it's like really tough to deal with, even more so than like on its face, because you're like, oh yeah, like Roman Polanski's like a weird sex pervert and like a legit that's, creep. It's like I don't know, man. It's it, it added something to the viewing this time. I was like, uh, like I mean, a, again, it cringed even harder than what is presented in front of you. You know, it's wild that he's still making movies. I mean, not in this country. Not in this country. But he's still making movies that are like, you know, that have mainstream stars in them. Like, like the pianist. Like, was a, like that was a movie. Like that yeah, was like, that. That came out. I mean, a long time ago now. But yeah, two thousand and two. Yeah, it's fucking twenty twenty one, my friend. Yeah, but he got exiled <laughs> right after this movie, didn't he? Yeah, but I mean, I don't disagree that it's fucked up that he still has his defenders. I mean, fucking Whoopi Goldberg defended him, but like he hasn't made. I mean, when's the last time he made anything? He's got. Something I mean, coming he had a movie. Something coming in twenty nineteen. Yeah. He's got something in pre production for twenty twenty two. Yeah. He did it's, Carnage, the the Spider Man movie. Move out now, but this movie's got no. But Jodie Foster, John C. Riley, Christoph Waltz, and Kate Winslet. I mean, that's like, yeah, it's pretty crazy that people still want to work with him. I mean, the guy is a very talented director. You can't. I mean, I, you know, you watch this movie and like he's very talented. Like the, the, the direction in this movie is top notch. But um. Yeah, you know, fuck him. <laughs> like it's gross. Like he's yeah, like, he can go rotten hell. Yeah, no, no doubt, no doubt. Um, so it's a real separate the art from the artist kind of thing. But you have to. <laughs> There's no if you don't. I mean, like I don't even. Uh, I don't even know how you 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 could live with yourself. Hmm. But whatever. Um, anything else before we get into five knuckle shuffles? Obviously. Uh, a very classic film. I feel like we'll we'll talk more about it in Five Knuckle Shuffles. So, yeah, Alec, go. Um, I'm gonna go down one. Yesterday, I gave it a seven. <laughs> oh no, I'm not feeling as uh as frisky today. Uh, it's a six. Still. Um. Yeah, like it's a good movie, and I can see why it's a good movie. I didn't love it, but I can see why people hold it in such regard. But man, Roman Polanski is just such a piece of trash. Like, he really is. I have no like high revere for his movies, so I don't feel the need to try to separate 
the art from the artist like it can all go away as far as i care like looking through his his uh, catalog i don't know that i've seen any of his movies i would have to go through movie by movie but i don't know that i've seen anywhere i'm like oh yeah i love that like gotta separate the art from the artist like i just don't care but the ninth gate that was a good one yeah i think i saw that one that's trash that is an awful movie uh, Rosemary, um, Rosemary's Baby is very good. <coughs> That's yeah, what like, kind of made know. his mark, right? I think so, yeah. There might have been one before that, but I know that was definitely like a huge film. And like I said last night, it's a shame that he wasn't home when uh, his wife got murdered by Charles Manson's psychos. Real shame. Because mm. <laughs> they could have, they could, they do good work. They could have taken, taken care, care of him too. They could have taken care of Maybe Shannon Tate could have gone out and had a nice dinner and then he would have been home and they would have gotten rid of him. Mm. Yeah, but then people wouldn't have known about his scumbagness. Yeah, that's probably true. I would have just got uh, whitewashed. Um, so, so a six from Alec. Yeah, a six. Uh, TJ. Um, it's a, it's a nine for me, dog. I, I think this movie is a classic. Uh, I think this is one of the best examples of film noir. Uh, and technically, even though it is an old movie, technically this would fall under the neo-noir category. Um, but, uh, I, I why really like, why is that? Well, because like the original noir period is from like the fifties. Oh, you know what I mean? Like, the, oh, okay. that's like original noir. So to be a neo-noir, I always thought to be a neo-noir, you had to be, like, neon and shit. Maybe it's a neon-noir. No, it just... Well, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I might be split. I probably am splitting hairs. I always, it, 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 Sometimes people refer to it from the time period the film was made, mm-hmm. and sometimes it's a reference to... It take like, like uh, Blood Simple is a neo-noir, because it's, like, takes all the noir tropes, but it puts it into a modern setting. Um... And then you can extrapolate that, like Blade Runner, same thing. You know what I mean? Like it's just about using the tropes. I, I I've I've heard that when you you go from noir to neo noir, it refers to when the film is actually done. Gotcha. Uh, but anyway, I I love the movie. I think that uh, Faye Dunaway, who I'm not really familiar with at all, I know she's been in a lot of movies, but she's like really good in this movie. I thought I thought Jack Nicholson's like excellent in the movie. I liked the cop a lot, the the cop that has a history with Jack Nicholson. I really enjoyed their like tete a tete, uh, their banter. Um, I really liked the effect when the dude cuts open Jack Nicholson's nostril, which has yeah. got to be one of the most like gruesome, disgusting things I can ever think of. Like cutting the top part of your nostril open just sounds so disgusting. Like I don't know why it just it just makes me like viscerally shake. Like it's I don't know it's very gross. Also, whoever did the makeup, like it looks fantastic because like Faye Dunaway stitches it up, but she's not like really good at it, and it looks really like kind of fucked up. And I loved how that how that was done. Um, but yeah, this is a, a great movie. Like I I loved it. I I I do love down dark endings, and it doesn't get more down and dark than this. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I really enjoyed it quite a bit, and uh, you know, I I I don't make any excuses for Roman Polanski, but this is a good movie. I can't I can't take that away. It's a it's a pretty damn good movie. Uh, so Gogs, yeah, it's a nine for me as well. It's a it's a movie I never would have watched on my own, except that I was like one of my classes in college was like just. 
we watched a bunch of old, like, classic movies. And uh, somehow that was a literature class. And we're like, oh, we're watching Chinatown. It's like, I'd always heard about it, right? I'd always heard the sure, the, the trope, like, forget it, Jack, it's Chinatown, right? Um, or forget about it. Also, the, the poster for this movie fucking rocks. Yeah, poster slaps. Yeah, it's um, really good. I mean, like everything you said, right? Like, I mean, yeah, Roman Plancy's a fucking scumbag. Um, but that said, Faye uh, Dunaway's excellent in it. Everyone's excellent in it. There's not, I don't think there's a stinker performance in the in the batch. But like, I don't know. Did did Jack Nicholson get any? Did you get a nod for this? Like from a, uh, I don't know, Academy perspective? Because this is like, if, if this didn't get Jack Nicholson an Academy Award, I guess one floor of Cuckoo's Nest is another one where he's just. Fucking top notch. Yeah, I'm um, not sure. Or, yeah. Sorry, Jake, not Jack. Not Jack Nicholson. Jake Geddes. Have you ever seen the sequel? No, I've never seen the two Jakes. It's what awful. You're about it. It's really bad. Don't watch it. I can't imagine. I, 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 yeah, it's one of these movies. It's like it takes a lot of balls to be like, let's make a sequel to that. It's like, why would you want to do that? Yeah, um, it's, it's fucking awful. But um, uh, does he? Does he? What what is the sequel about? It's it goes into like Jack's history and it's it's kind of a prequel ish. It's it's just not very good. Um. So to answer Gogs's question, it got nominated for pretty much everything: best picture, best director, best actor, best actress. Yep. But the only thing it won was best screenplay. Hmm. It didn't. That's wild. Win. I wonder yeah. who. Yeah, that yeah. was um. Yeah, he was nominated for Best Actor. He, too, he won Best Actor for One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, which is another. Have you ever seen that, Alec? No. Yeah, that's that movie one. is also kind of ends on a down note, but that's a fucking great. That's a great movie. That's like a, a really great movie. Um, but uh, he lost that year to Art Carney. I was looking it up. You beat me in to it. Harry and Tonto. Uh, according to this, he lost it to Jack Lemon in Save the Tiger, which is a movie I never heard of. I think you look at the wrong year, bro. Seventy four, right? Well, it's a seventy. It was released in seventy four, so it was a seventy five. Oh, oh, oh. Academy Award. Godfather Two won Best Picture. Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> I mean, yeah, kinda, yeah, I mean, yeah, but and yeah, but yeah, Breast original screenplay was Chinatown. Also, the uh, the sequel to Two Jakes didn't come out until 1990, so it's one of those things where oh. it was a sequel that they waited way too long to bring out, and it's like, why are we even doing this? Yeah, you're did it, up 16 years. Yeah. Did it have uh, Jack Nicholson in it? Yeah, he's still he's the same character. Uh, I forgot Jennifer Tilly's hot ass is in that movie. <clears throat> I feel like it might have been the first time that I saw her. Um also, she's on that new Chucky show. She still looks good. Yeah, she's uh, good. She's um, good at poker, too. Uh, Harvey Keitel is in the movie, too. Uh, oh. But, but the movie is not very good. Oh. It oh. does have some pretty great posters, though, which I recommend you look up. But uh, the movie itself, I would not watch. All right, so that gets us through Chinatown to talk yeah. about Tracy, Tracy, Tracy. Yeah, what a fucking insane movie. Now, what, I, uh, what it's starring Academy Award winner Al Pacino. 
Academy Award winner like everybody, Dustin Hoff. Like, name your the, big the, name. The actors. cast is insane. So this is what I again, Alec and I are gonna be like, we already talked about all this, but whatever. It doesn't matter. Nobody heard it. I brought this up, but do you remember the absolute dogs? Do you remember the absolute blitzkrieg of marketing specifically to kids when this movie yes. came out? Yeah, yeah. dude, I'll tell you, I got I ate the life cereal, I had the pencil case. Like I remember the cartoon show they were trying to like you could maybe win the the communicator the watch. radio watch yep that's what Alex said like the, the the Dick Tracy shit was like you were hammered by it like constantly and it was like and it was sort of presented like a Disney movie like it's all bright and colorful yeah it's like you think it's like a Disney musical and then you see Madonna's tits and I don't remember it being this dark when I saw it as a kid but I mean clearly it was. Well, <clears throat> like it's not a, it's a, the same movie. It's not a different movie. But like I, I do not remember it being so hyper violent and so adult. I mean, people. Of course, are... it might have just been one of those things where it just like went over my head, and I was just enamored by all the colors and the right, right, right. Well, that you know, that's a good point. I was about to say, like, it's probably it was done in such a weird. It was done like almost like a like if you take a step back and look at like Warner Brothers cartoons. They're insanely violent, but they're yeah, like, but not like this. This, like, this shit. is a, this is cartoony violence. Like this is people Dude, getting they, in what's bright cartoony, colors. What's cartoony about putting a guy encasing him in cement and dropping him into the, a body of water? Oh, you see, you need to have like that's not cartoony like, your, at all. You need, no, no, it's just as cartoony as painting a fake tunnel on the side of a wall and watching a coyote smash into it. It is if you take there's no blood. And as a kid, you don't really have your head around like how existentially horrifying that death would be. Like that's just like I don't know, man. I might have to. I think I have to disagree with you on that one. Well, it, clearly, it, none of us as kids thought that way. Well, I I will say that my memory of this as a child is I remember one scene. And my memory sucks anyway, but like I remember one scene, and it's that scene where Al Pacino is screaming at Madonna. Because she's not dancing and singing well enough. That's all I remember for the entire movie. Like I feel like, I feel like this movie, and we'll get into it. But like I feel like this movie was one thing, and then the studio saw it and was like, "What the? How are we supposed to fucking market this? We can't make the. We're trying to make a, like something as big as Batman. So then they stitched in all the kid shit. Like all that shit is extra." Because they're like, well, we'll put the kid in, and that's something kids can relate to. Because the kid shit is incongruent to the rest of the movie, and also yeah. the kid is inconsequential to the entire storyline. He saves Dick Tracy once, and you could have re- rewritten that scene easily. I did think it's funny you bring the Batman thing because I guess Danny Elfman he scored the original Batman <laughs> yeah, as well, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The previous yep. year it came out the the, the the year before this. Because I feel like he used all the same. I don't know if orchestras have riffs. But all the same riffs, like like as like Tracy's moving through the city, I was like, this is just like colorful Batman. He was just like, how 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 much different do I have to make this? The answer I was get barely. Paid, I can get paid for it and not have to change the music that much. Like he yeah, barely changed, changed it, like it a few all. notes. <laughs> yeah, it it definitely sounds very it, very this very. Is, this Batman. is under pressure versus Ice Ice Baby. This is like that. It done like that was like, um. And then, I don't know. Do we need to get to the plot? The plot is you can, you can run through it pretty quick. Uh, 
Al Pacino is making a power grab by bumping off all the other mobsters in Action City or wherever the hell they live. <laughs> um, and, and the entire time, Dick Tracy is there trying to like avoid getting his knob slobbed by all the women in town that look normal. And at some point he gets set up, but then immediately his boys spring him out to solve the case and save the day. Also, an orphan kid is there. and Who doesn't have a baby, name. Kid. His name Dick is... Tracy Jr. Yeah. Um, he, 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 he adopted the name Dick Tracy Jr. No, no, he gave himself the name Dick Tracy Jr., well, hoping that Dick Tracy it, would adopt him. Isn't that the same? I, I think we. Isn't that you don't the same adopt co- names, do you? Yeah. I think so. I think that's a perfectly cromulent way to say what I was trying to say. <laughs> Alex? Uh, I'm, with, I'm with TJ. Yeah. He, he appropriated Dick Tracy's Okay, name. appropriate. I don't mind that. I like actually like that better. <laughs> Editor's note, better word. All right, fair <laughs> so, enough. <laughs> but yeah, like, you, I mean, I guess my guess, I was telling TJ this the other day when I was picking up from Comic-Con. I was like, and Alec, I'd love to know your thoughts on this. I was like, because I remember watching this movie as a kid several times. Like, I... I borrowed it. I guess it's not really renting it, but I borrowed it from our local library on VHS repeatedly. Um, I don't remember. I feel like no one in this movie, including Warren Beatty, is in this movie as much as I expect them to be in this movie. Like, no one, like, it moves lickety-split, sort of. And, like, you get, like, like all of these people that Warren Beatty must have called in every favor on are in, like, two scenes or a scene. Like, like Paul Sorvino's in a scene and a half. Yeah, James like, Conn's in one scene. James Conn's in one scene. <laughs> Paul Sorvino is in a scene just sucking down uh, oysters or whatever. And the makeup the is just disgusting horrific. shit I've ever seen. Like it's so like, gross. The, the fucking the very first scene where a bunch of mobsters are playing cards, and then William Forsythe and his weird Alfred E. Newman makeup <laughs> murders them all. The, uh, yeah, flat top. There's a guy. There's a guy that's called like Little Face that is little literally face. like the most horrific looking thing I have ever seen. It's not like, his I face remember. is little. It's his head's the size of a pumpkin and his face is normal sized. <laughs> but but his, called, like, his name is Little Face. That's true. They made like a toy of him, and he was in the movie for <laughs> two seconds. Yeah, not they even. did. They made a toy. I think he showed up because there was a cartoon <laughs> that accompanied this, if I remember correctly. There was a cartoon because I remember also- like. There's the also Growl an and Prune Face and Little like everyone is just everyone is just named after their deformity. Whatever and, your most prominent deformity yeah, is, the, that's also, your nickname. This, this movie is fucking. Uh, this is ableist as fuck. If this is <laughs> this is 2021 film, yeah, uh, mum, also, mumbles. Yeah, mumbles is just like an autistic guy. Like, but, uh, like, but he but he just channeled being you know he channeled a uh, fucking. The Rain Clark Man. County movie, Rain Man. Yeah, this, this is this is pre Rain Man, isn't it? This is post. Is it? It's yeah, Rain Man was in the post. Rain Man was in the eighties, wasn't it? This is a ninety. I thought Rain Man was in the nineties. I don't know. Maybe. Keep Rain going. Man was from nineteen eighty eight. Oh, okay, so not that far off. And Dick Tracy was this ninety four, right? Oh, this is ninety. Two years later, it was ninety because it's like I said, Batman came out the previous summer. They were trying to make like another Batman. Yeah. And this, well. The, the, and also, this is something that I was shocked to see when I went to the Wikipedia. Um, this was like a huge success. I always thought this was like a bomb. This was one of the most uh, successful films of 1990. It's a huge success. It must have been a bad year for films. No, it made a lot of money. It made like it, it made like over a hundred million dollars in 1990. That's huge money. Now, apparently, if you read the wiki, 
they said they spent a lot in marketing. They spent a ton of money on marketing. So it's one of those things where no one's really sure how much the movie made. Uh, but also something that, that me and Alec talked about, uh, John Landis was supposed to direct this movie, but he pulled off of it because he killed that guy in the previous Uh-oh. movie he worked on. Also, the, the biggest what if, and the, I wish I had the fucking uh, Rick Sanchez portal gun to see this movie. Uh, the other director that was talked about was Walter Hill. I want to see the Walter Hill Dick Tracy. Did Walter movie. Hill do um, Streets of Fire? Yeah. And Gremlins and like Streets and the Warriors. Streets of Fire has the Dick Tracy tone already. Like it'd been perfect. Like, Dude, I, Walter Hill's Dick Tracy. Yes. I would have loved to have seen that. And and you know, I uh, we'll, we'll get into it. But I didn't I didn't hate this movie as much as I thought after I talked about it yesterday. So, Warren Beatty's like Warren Beatty's directed six things. Yeah, this and Bullworth are the only two I've ever seen. He's directed a bunch of it. He was he was a pretty renowned director in his day. Didn't he make like Bonnie and Clyde? People love that movie. That's he did not direct it. I thought he, he did. Have, he, Mm-mm. Sworn not did. according to IMDb. He might have produced it. Oh, anyway, he produced Bonnie and Clyde. Oh, but yeah, anyway, you know, he just what happened to Warren Beatty? Is he still doing stuff? Did he die? Is he he's, dead? He's old, man. He's I don't think like... he's dead. He's still. I no, I don't think he's dead. I was reading it on the Wikipedia. He still owns the rights to Dick Tracy, which is insane. <laughs> he got okay. he got the rights through like a bunch of like legal battles and like expiring licensing things and stuff and he owns the rights to it now and like he still as of like two or three years ago was talking about trying to make another one in 19 in two in 2010 he made a dick tracy special tv movie oh alec was right see alec that's what you said you just said that he just keeps making shit to keep the rights that's amazing (laughs) yeah just keep making random things every so often so you still have the rights to it and don't let them lapse Wow. Okay. Take notes, Sony. I guess. Um. But yeah, it's 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 such a weird, colorful movie, it's, and it's like completely mis. It's almost like Small Soldiers, like in the way that it's another, like kind of marketed Wal- like another Walter Hill movie, like a movie that's like marketed like as a kids movie, but like it's really not. A kids movie. We didn't get into how graphically sexual Madonna is in this movie. Like she's, you see she, her nipples in most scenes. You see her nipples. She's constantly making like pussy eating jokes and yes. like it's crazy. Now it's wild. Gotta it's say, very, it's uh, very sexual. Pervert watch, you know, always needs to come through. But this is peak Madonna. She looked fantastic. Oh my gosh! Yes. I don't think she ever looked better than this period right there. This and is this Alec. Is... I think you said it last night. Like this is like. This is her like golden art age. This is anyway. like this is like yeah yeah. This is uh like a virgin. Uh, what's the, on a on a prayer? Uh, like a prayer. Like, like a, a prayer. prayer. Yeah, this is like this is like peak MTV years. Absolutely. Yeah, this is this is prime Madonna. Is yeah, this she, before is this yeah, before she's, or it's after a peak, League of Their Own? A, this is before. 
Yeah, that came out in the mid nineties, I believe. She's really good in League of Their Own. She's, I think she's good in this. I don't mind her in this. She's, I mean, er, like, I don't, I can't really rate people's performances in this movie because it's so fucking. She's weird. She's playing the femme fatale, like, yeah, she it's, does. It's really, it's like hyper. She really steers into it. I'm, I'm disappointed that like she doesn't have a weird, fucked up mutant face, and like more of the normal people. Like, I want Warren Beatty to have a weird fucking fucked up face. None of the good guys have weird not, faces. Not true. There's a cop. It, it happens in one scene, and it's fucking like they forgot, and they fucked up. There's a, a scene early on where the cops come in to arrest the gangsters, and the cop has a weird cartoon face. But no one else does. No. Those were yeah. fake cops oh, that was arresting fake cops? Lips Manlas oh, shit, to put him in to dunk him in the water. That's oh, how you knew they were bad guys. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, 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 it's the movie's too smart for uh, me. to give him uh, what do they call it? The dip. The dip. No, that's who framed Roger that's, Rabbit. That's who framed Roger Rabbit. It's something they call close the, to it. the, it's, it's, the, it's, the box, it's, the bath, the bath, the bath. Lips, you look dirty. You need a bath. But if you look, <clears throat> if they're trying to make it look like the comic, like Dick Tracy was always drawn super fucking weird. Like, yeah, you should have got like, I don't know, some with a giant jaw. Well, <laughs> here's the thing: like, d- d- uh, Sin City does the same thing this movie did, where it gives like everybody crazy facial like uh, prosthetics. Mm-hmm. But like, Sin City works because it's like hyper stylized and black and white. If it was in color, be like. What is like it, it? It's like a horror movie. Like they're fucking terrifying looking. Like all of them. Well, all we, for all we know, the Sin City universe is as bright and colorful as the Dick Tracy universe. I mean, Frank Miller is definitely influenced by like that shit, so I wouldn't be surprised. But yeah, no, this movie's like it's bonkers. Like and uh, like you got Al Pacino just like literally eating the set, like. Oh, this is this is the most Pacino-y performance of all time. Yes, a thousand percent. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, unless unless we talk about the Dunkachino ad, I don't know. <laughs> like, I oh no, you're gonna throw that away. You can't hear that. <laughs> yeah, like I can't think of a more like he's just so. I don't know. Pacino. Maybe the Devil's Advocate. This is more so than the Devil's Advocate because he's like doing the great. The entire time, like every line he delivers is in great ass voice. Yeah, that is a fact. <laughs> like it's nuts, and he's just just harassing and murdering women, and just <laughs> doing all this with impunity. Oh man! And he's just all this little fucking historical quips, and I guess he he kidnaps Tess at the end just because he has to. Oh, he well he doesn't. The blank kidnaps her to frame him. Right, right. But he doesn't just let her go. He just he, now he kidnaps her just because he has to. Yeah, well, yeah we he did, says, we, if I'm going to get accused of the crime, I'm going to commit the crime. We yeah. didn't talk about the blank at all, who's this character that looks just like the question. He just shows up with that. He's like, I get no face, and he has a weird voice. And but, he. Uh, I, mean, I think it's the same voice that, uh, <coughs> that, that Bounty Hunter Leia had. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um,. Uh, yo Tate, yo Tate. He's got, oh, he's got a thermal detonator. The um, the mask. When they do the reveal for the mask for the blank, that is might be the most horrifying visage in the entire movie. Yeah, yeah. Like it's got either eye holes or nostrils or I don't know what. 
And, and we, we haven't gotten to the final scene where Al Pacino is thrown into like the a black hole. <laughs> yeah, he's sent to like an abyss. <laughs> well, I don't. Yeah, like, like I, the gears for that bridge go to China. The King, the King Kong dimension. Yeah, from yeah, Kong yeah, versus Godzilla. Right. It gets into that like center of the Earth place. Yeah, he's going yeah, to Aurelia. No, go the place with, with no the, gravity. He's just. <sighs> Yeah, I think you said it last night, Alec. You're like, you do understand how far you have to fall, to, like, like where you won't, you just are enveloped in darkness. Like, if, yeah, if you're falling for like five seconds, that's like hundreds of feet. Yeah, yeah, you're moving it. Yeah, you're yeah, you're accelerating pretty quick. Oh, Every se- yeah, what a movie! Um, yeah. This movie is crazy. Like, it's the, insane. The, it's- the color palettes are the most insane I've ever seen. The paint, the background paint artwork is phenomenal. It's it so really good. is. I'm glad you brought it like, up. I love that every scene where they do that and they show the like cityscape, everything just says diner, hotel. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. Like, bank. It just like, they're like, fuck names. Just keep it simple. Yeah. But we don't... They, there was that scene where he rescued the kid and I guess he beat up that Laos dad who's just horrible. He's probably one of the more horrific things in this movie. Oh, yeah. And then, yeah, he, he does like that. The kid's like, he ate all the chicken. Yeah. And yeah. he's just <laughs> knocking the shack back and forth as he kicks the crap out of him. But they do, <laughs> like, like you said, they do that pullback <clears throat> and you see the whole cityscape and then it pans over and it's like this living painting. It's a really cool, it looks cool. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. There's a, like the, the set a... paintings are fucking rad. Yeah. And like the one, I think it was the very last scene, was like the ocean liners, it's like three or four huge ships. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, it's, it's yeah the whole thing. Like, I thought this movie was great. I loved it. I loved it so much. It was a lot of fun. Well, it, on that note, let's get into five knuckle shuffles. Gogs. Uh, yes. Um, I'm gonna give this a seven. Um, I don't hate it. It is, it is insane and it's ambitious and it's get a, it like it's a it's it's a movie that I'll I'll probably steal a Sean. It's a movie that shouldn't exist. Like it's just like it's over sexualized and hyper violent and it's and it's like sugar coated and delivered to children. And it's got a cast that I can only imagine what like the budget of that cast would be if you got if it wasn't just Warren Beatty assuming calling in favors. <laughs> um like it's like if you just got all your buddies together like, hey, we're gonna make this silly movie. Like, oh, you, got, you mean like what Adam Sandler does in every one of his movies? Yeah, but with Academy Award winners, like with like real oh, actors and actresses. You mean like Nick Swartzen? Yeah. Academy Award winner. Like, Academy Award winner Nick Swartzen, who I do love. Um <laughs> Dude, the, the 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 costuming is insane. The fucking makeup's insane. Al Pacino is like bonkers. The movie shouldn't work. It, maybe it doesn't, but there's something sort of like ludicrously nostalgic about it. And you, I don't think I've ever seen another movie like this. And I, we will never ever see a movie like this ever again. No. Um. So it is like. And you got Prime Madonna. It's a seven. It's just, it's, it's 
like strap in. I can't show this to my children. It's a movie where I'm like this wants to be, to be. I can't show this to my children. Like this is insane. Like, but I watched is it when I was Disney like Plus? ten. This it's is, not a Disney movie. Yeah, it is. It's Buena Vista Films. It's a Disney movie. Well, if it is, they're not showing it. I don't think this is definitely a Disney film. It's not like a Disney Disney film, but it is under the um, Disney umbrella. Oh, we'll see. Um, but uh, anyway, pass yeah, the this mic. Is seven. Uh, CJ, uh, I'm going to give this a six. Um, I for for one reason and one reason alone. I I really I enjoyed the insanity of this movie and how like crazy it is. One of my favorite parts of the whole movie is the uh, the like montage that they do where like Dick Tracy is just like beating up criminals. There's a scene where he knocks like seventeen guys with one punch. There's he, two montages. There's the yeah. everything's going great montage. There's everything's, everything's going shitty shit montage. montage. Yeah. Um, but I hate it. We didn't really talk about it that much in our breakdown, but I hated every scene the kid was in. I found him completely insufferable. Um, I was like fast forwarding past the kid parts. I hated it so much. If you take the kid out of this movie, it's like an eight for me, but the kid was so fucking irritating. And like every scene was just like, like, give me a list of names. And then the lady is listing names. He's like, that's not a good name. I think kids a good name. It's like, Oh my God, shut the fuck up. Like I hate children like full stop. And, um, I hate movie children even more. And, uh, this is a throwback to like vintage movies where kids were always precocious and annoying. So it's like, it's like the super Saiyan form of precocious kid. And it's like, I, I can't take it. Um, but again, I, I I don't know this. Again, this is just my theory. I feel like all of that shit was put in after the fact because I, I feel like the kid stuff is incongruent with the rest of the movie. Like, I don't feel like he's necessary, and I feel like he is at odds with the movie that they want to show. Like, I, I don't think you have all these weird, like, violent things and sexual things, and then you have the kid there. It's like, it doesn't make any sense. Maybe it wasn't, but it just seemed funny to me. Also, um... The people that wrote this, Gogs, are the t- the two guys that wrote Top Gun, which is kind of crazy. Wow. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it's a six for me. Again, you take the kid out, you do like a Jar Jar cut of this, and you take out the kid, it's an eight. Because mm-hmm. I, love, I love the vision, and I love the insanity of it. Uh, and I love the fucking horror makeup that they do. Uh, I just, I really, like, every time the kid was on screen, I just was like, my eyes glazed over, and I wanted to, just the sweet release of death. Mm. Uh, so Alec um, it's going to be an 8 for me I thought this movie was a blast um, I could have done without the kid stuff but it didn't bother me as much the thing that bothered me about the kid stuff was more that it added probably like 15 minutes to the runtime. and if you yeah, yeah, get the kid stuff out and tighten this movie up like it's probably like almost a 10 it's probably almost like a perfect movie um <clears throat> it's such a blast. Warren Beatty is so good. And like I haven't I haven't seen a lot of Warren Beatty movies um that I can think of. I've seen Bullworth, I've seen this. I'm sure I've seen one or two other random things that don't jump to the top of my head. But uh I know he's like revered as like an, an incredible actor. Um but in this, like he doesn't have to do anything, but he's still really good. He's very just like stiff. Yeah, oh, but yeah. That's he, what that's what Dick Tracy is supposed to be. Well, it's the, supposed again to be like a stiff, like straight it's, man. 
Yeah, it's this it's this the guy from Streets of Fire too. Like remember that's the same thing we said about his like per- performance in Streets of Fire is he's got that stiff tough guy thing. It's like, you know what I mean? That's the same kind of archetype, you know. Yeah. Um but I thought it was great. I thought everybody was really good in it. Like honestly, they probably tried to cram too many villains into it cuz some of them just got like nothing to do except get killed. Yeah, they got eliminated fast. Um but it was fun. It was a blast. Like this is a movie that I would revisit again. And I'm glad that I I'm glad that I picked it to watch it and it didn't disappoint. <coughs> I'm, it was uh, definitely more enjoyable than the spirit. Mm. I mean, yeah. I mean, a root canal is more enjoyable. Than the <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm. not wrong. Um. Uh, all right. Well, that's Dick Tracy. So doing a little digging, it looks like part of the reason Dick Tracy and maybe we touched on earlier isn't on Disney Plus. Is because of the weird rights things, Warren Beatty might not be granting it to them. Oh, so he owns the movie completely, huh? Potentially, it sounds like there's a lot of rights issues to that. That's why. If you go to the Wikipedia page, there's a whole section that says possible sequel, legal issues, and reboot. Oh wow! Yeah, Beatty purchased the Dick Tracy film and television rights in 1985 from Tribune. He took the property to Warner Walt Disney, who optioned the rights in 1988. In 2002, Tribune attempted to reclaim the rights, but not through whatever channels they were supposed to go through. Disney, which had no intention of producing a sequel, rejected Tribune's claim and gave Beatty most of the rights back in 2005. That's crazy that they didn't want to make a sequel, seeing how it was such a big hit. It made a lot of money. You're right. I'm saying, yeah, it was a big hit. You like, think that they all, they would want to make that sequel right away? Like, yeah, but whatever. Uh, the worldwide right. box. That's the worldwide box office for Dick Tracy. A hundred and sixty-two million dollars in 1990. One hundred sixty-two million, and the. And they think the they think the budget was the budget. I think is estimated fifty four, which is like an insane amount of money. But that's 46. not that's not including advertising. Yeah. So say they doubled it. Let's say it cost ninety million. Still they still made, made sixty. They still made seventy million dollars. Yeah, they still made their money. Um. All right. Well, next week we are going to be recording on Halloween, so we're going to do a special uh, Halloween spooktacular. And mm. we're going to go all format, and we're watching uh, 2021's Halloween Kills. Um, so stay tuned for that. Uh, oh, shit, we forgot. Uh, if Sean sends his fucking five-knuckle shuffles, I'll put it in right he- Well, I'll stitch it in before now. <laughs> yeah, just, well, just insert it whenever. We fucked up. I forgot to add, I, I forgot to add a little segue to that. He might not send it anyway. Who knows? Uh, but yeah, next week we'll be doing Halloween Kills, um, which should be something. I don't know. Mm. What, I don't know. Uh, anyway, uh, eat your own ass and uh, take care of yourselves and your own ass. And go watch Dune. Yeah, go watch Dune. It's really good. Yeah, next week you get to hear about all the stuff we watched. We watched a lot of stuff. Movie bang. I can't wait to hear. Sean watched the Sopranos movie that I hated. I can't wait to hear his opinions on it. Ah. <laughs> All right, everybody. See you later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
Oh no, I didn't record this. No, I saw the little button. You're 